this thing, Doc, and go do some yeah. wild band karaoke. There you go. That's how we do. And the bar. Hey, everybody. We're back. The bar is open again. I like I like these little just, you know, mid conversation cold opens. So it's that's cold. Good. Just catch us in the middle. Mm. Just catch me with a hot mic. Don't know what's going on. Yeah, more. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> what's homework? The baseball announcer. Be careful those hot mics. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. What's his name? St. Louis, Cincinnati guy. Yeah, Brennan Man. Yeah, you know. Still I, I, one of the greatest home run calls. He's doing his apology in the middle of his apology. Yeah. He calls <laughs> a home run call. <laughs> Castellano. The yeah. Eric Castellano did the deep drive. I'm so yeah. sorry for what I said. Drive. Home run, <laughs> Cassiano. You know, Cassiano, he's like, they got him like at every announcement, like five times every time he's that bad announcer and getting, giving something um, serious, no, some no, type right. of serious commentary, being a eulogy, talking about somebody's dead parent or something. And then there's a home run. And these baseball guys, they have to, make, they the have to make the call. I think it's the thing. I think like every time Cassiano comes up to bat, the uh, announcer knows to go into some serious so subject serious. pattern just in case he, you know, pop fly okay. <laughs> or something. Okay. That is it. Yeah. Well, if you haven't figured it out, it's <laughs> the bar is open. Baseball edition. Uh, They're going to have problems with you. Yeah. It's not my fault it's baseball, but that's a, that's another conversation. Uh, we had the mysterious one. Lancelot has come to do one of his... Uh, wonderful blind tastings to prove that am I a true drinking professional or did I just have cards made up to say that? There you go. You can just get the cards. You know what? I didn't get you. I didn't get, your, yeah. you didn't get your notes for when you make your there notes you on our blind tasting. So. Today we're doing a blind tasting of bottle and bond. Oh, yes. Okay. Now this is the truest of blind tasting because I just, I asked them for some, to help me out of these content. He said, I got you. And I wasn't sure what he was doing. So I have no idea what's in front of me. We got yes. the, the typical. Uh, Glen Karen tasting glasses, all marked off. All A, B, C, D, E. Got five of them. All bottled and bonds. So these all BIBs. So, oh, bottled and bond. And for those that don't know, it is a wonderful term created by Elijah Craig, I believe. Oh, Taylor. Taylor. Colonel, 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 yeah, Taylor. the Colonel. The, the Colonel. Colonel came up with that because he wanted good stuff. He yes. said, you know what? There was too many of these crackpot wannabe distillers making um, brown bath water yep. and other poisons. And he wanted a way, he wanted the government to uh, make a law so that you would know you had a quality product. Absolutely. So the colonel came there, he talked to his people, and they talked to their people, and he got the bottom bond act going. And he created, well, I'll let you get into it. I know you got a little spill. Yeah, a little bit. You know, yeah, got a little bit. The bottom bond thing, I've been doing my research on this. It's very, very intriguing. It's like you go down this rabbit hole, you don't realize how much other legislation the bottle and bond act was the startup. It started so much trademarking that laws, we're not going to get into the nerd out of laws and all the 
yeah. trademark and stuff. But Bottom Bottom Act was the one of the big starts influential stuff with trademark. Yeah. But have so brief history, like Ryan was saying, if you want to be drinking and everything while we're doing this, we can just interrupt. We can get wait a minute, yeah. Um I'm gonna start so down the line then. I'm just gonna go A, B, C, D. No. So this was pre-prohibition, and you had all these at-home guys making their own moonshine whiskeys, and then what they would do is they would age it, not in the whole barrel aging like distillers. They would find different ways. They'd put tobacco juice in there. They would now that's just nasty. I know, right? They would do whatever they could just to put color to it, and they would say, "This is a bourbon." You know, and so what Colonel Taylor wanted, he wanted a legislation that was a regulated bourbon to where people knew what they were getting, what they were getting. And so what what they what that did is it's it made this bottle and bond. It made certain ways that whiskey could be produced, and it had to be and labeled a certain way. Okay. And so what Ryan is drinking is Bottle and Bond. What that is, it's the what makes it a Bottle and Bond bourbon is it has to be produced in one distillation season. Gotcha. What that means is a season for distilling would run from January to June or July to December. So January to July, January to June is considered a season. July to December is considered a season. Right. So everything has to be produced in one season. And then, and also by one distiller. So you can't have a blended. Gotcha. You yeah. Can't so have you can't blends. mix from different. You can't uh, mix from different distillers. You can mix, I mean, you can have that batch mm-hmm. and combine it, but it can't be from different seasons. It has to be from the one distiller. Right. One distiller, one usually, or the Rick House. Um, yeah. And the Rick House right. has to be federally bonded right the, the government has to you know be aware of it they have to have a federal supervision on that if you want to go ahead and jump in he's he's yeah. making a lot of notes on that first one yeah i'm trying to do this right because uh, i'm trying to you know be a little bit more professional on these tastings not just going haywire so i can tell you on a on the nose very sweet floral almost like a cherry blossoms but with a very sugary honey like air and that's just on the nose the taste is a nice and the first thing i got was a nice burn which i expected because if it's bottle and bond it's that's coming in as a hundred that's another yeah. one we're gonna get there yeah all bottle and bonds a hundred proof that's yeah. part of the that's part of the Agreement. The the act was mm-hmm. everything has to be hundred proof and it has to be aged at least four years. Right, and that's going to give you that's important because at hundred proof, you know they're not really watering it down. It, yep, and they can't do a lot of cheating with it. This is pretty much how it's coming out of the barrel. Um, just a little bit to get it to you know, depending on what they proof it at, just a little bit to get there. So that's a nice burn. It's uh, ooh, 
a lot of people of a new I wouldn't give a bottle of bond to a new bird new bourbon no, drinker usually too too much for the palate for me that's my that's my honey spot you know anything around 100 i'm we've already, happy you yeah. already said under 90 you ain't touching it. yeah yeah under 90 i mean yeah i, I give that to my kid when they're teething uh, <laughs> but um yeah i got that a nice butter i get buttery flavor out of that cornbread definitely something weeded slight charcoal a little bit of spice i don't want to say it's a rye no no that's definitely weeded um that's good i like it i have no idea i'm not ready to say i'm not really gonna do i have to guess the, um who are these oh, no i got them I have to, yeah. they're always a reveal at the end yeah and i will say all these you've had Okay, that was you, my next you question. All, I you had all these. I, tried, yes. I didn't throw anything in there. Yeah, you didn't give me a curveball. Didn't throw you a curveball. You know. It's kind of hard to do a bottle of mod tasting when throw a curveball. This is true. I thought I had more bottle of mods than I actually did. It was, I don't have as many as I thought yeah, I did. Yeah, you would think every distillery would have or at least aspire to have uh, a... Yeah. Uh, uh, a BOB in their life, yeah. but it, it's not usually just the bigger ones, the bigger companies do it. Um, I'm, I'll, you know, tune in out in the future episode. I'll do a little research in there because I would think that would be There's, one of the things. If I'm a distiller, I would definitely want a a, a bottle of bond in my um, in my lineup. There, there, I mean, there, there are plenty of them, I, and I'd had a lot more. You alright? But yeah, it's been a hard year. I kind of, you know, <laughs> drank a lot. Yeah, it's been a hard year. 2022 has been hard on everyone. So I've been saying that since uh, well, 2016. You've been saying it yeah, for a while. Yeah. I'll uh, say this, man. Hey, 2022 is looking up for me. Yeah. Good for you. You deserve it. The mysterious one has its mysterious ways. But um, he's having a he's having a little bit of a renaissance. We won't get into that. That'll be that'll up. be the po- yeah that'll be the podcast after dark. Yeah. Um, soon do I, maybe I'll do a Patreon and do the podcast after dark. Let me know. Yeah. But um, we're on the B just for the sake of. Ooh man, that is whoo. You know when you get it on the nose and you get that. So I get the burn on the nose. Definitely not floral. Definitely not sweet. Peppery, for sure. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Do an old Kentucky chew. I will stand by the Kentucky chew. The Kentucky chew can. I will stand by that. Yeah, it, it get, I get a lot of flavor out of that. But wow, that is corn. That is pepper. That is. Oh man, I get a lot of heat. Just from the nose, I would have said if I didn't know this was a BRB taste, I would have said this was a little bit higher than 100. Yeah. Um, just from the nose, that's a good burn. Um, it's kind of hard for me to take some different flavors out of here. And it's not, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying this is what it is. Mm. What I'm going to say, I hope it doesn't give anything away with what yeah. that is and skew it. But it's funny you say corn. Yeah. And 
knowing me knowing the distiller of that, yeah, they that's the underlying common theme with their products. I got an idea. I'll keep my. I'm gonna. I'm gonna write it here. Yeah, right over. Yeah, there. just Put in it case. Over there, just in case for yeah. later. If you're see if you're okay. That's good. There's nothing. I I I I mean this as a compliment to whoever it is. It's it is what it is. That's like bourbon straight up. So that you know, there's nothing fancy yeah. about that. You don't get any hidden flavor. At least I'm not picking up any hidden flavors. I'm gonna take that last sip. Yeah, there's nothing hidden there. That's just like, okay, here, we just made you some bourbon, drink it. Gotcha. And I mean that as in a compliment. Yeah. But uh, I, I love to give you, be very flowery in my, you know, description and use a lot of big words. No, that's just bourbon. It's just bourbon. Nothing wrong with that. Okay. See? Banana. Oh, good Lord, that's a banana. Thank you, Fred Minnick, for making me uh, learn the banana smell. Very floral, very citrusy on the nose. I'm getting every type of uh, every type of tropical fruit. Mm. Oh, I want people to try this one. Whoever made it, this C banana floral nose. And whoever made this is a sweet bourbon. This is a little more complex. This is mm, getting a very tropical vibe out of this. I'm getting all the fruits. I'm getting cherry, no charcoal, we're sweet. That alcohol. <laughs> I would actually, it's going to sound weird, I'd never say, I'd never say this. I would love to put a few drops of water in this. Yeah. If you ever had a, um, I don't use them, I still got the gloves at home, but I don't use the ice, my rocks glass. Yeah. I usually drink, you know, I usually drink my bourbon neat, but I would pour this over, so you know, big old rocks. Yeah. I, 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 I would go, you know, first, my go-to is always to just use a few drops of water. Yeah. I don't want to dilute it, but cool day because it's so tropical. If I know I'm sipping on this, I could put a, I could put a big rock in there. Yeah, so that is definitely, mm. definitely a good one. Mm. I like this as the leader in the clubhouse right now. And I'm not even gonna guess the name, but that's gonna be, I'm just gonna say number one so far. So far. Mm. So you did me right this time, cause you just gave me three uh, dude, bourbons. All, you all, did me right dude, this I, time. I was gonna yeah. say, this one, this one was gonna be a tough one. Because yeah. All, all five of them are winners. Man, uh, you've never steered me wrong. I've come in, uh, I've, we've done a couple of these podcasts together. You've never steered me wrong. You've always educated me on bourbon, but good lord. Um, these three right now, there's there's not a loser in the bunch. There's not. Mm. There is mm. definitely, definitely not. And what like I said, with bottle and bottle, they all being the same crew, yeah, everything's being the same right there. It's mm -mm -mm. you're gonna get that even kill, you're gonna be a little bit different, you know, flavors because it's different mash bills and stuff, but you're gonna have that same proof action. You're gonna have a lot of similar qualities with everything. Yep. 
Is there anything else about now while I do my test on now? Second to last here. Anything else on bottle and bond you wanted to bring up? Because I can't tell anything. The color is all about the same. You, of like course. I said, they, yeah. It's all all about four years. Yeah. So you know, four, you have to yeah. be at least four years. You know, some of them older than that. Right. You can, you can have a ten-year bottle of bond. Yeah. It just, you know, it has to be at least four years old. I love that. D. Who the legs on it. Now, uh, for all my bourbon D, people, D is definitely a ZZ Top. Um, yeah. You, yeah, look at those legs. Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> we had to use D as a week ago. Uh, you know what? If we would drink a little bit longer, this would have went around. <laughs> this could have got dirty. But uh, I like, yeah, D got legs and it got pepper on the nose. Oh, this is the best aroma so far. The first C was tropical. This is peppery effervescence. This is mmm. Um, I get peppercorn. I get, and I haven't even tasted it yet, guys. I get peppercorn. I get brown sugar. No, take that back. Uh, molasses. You think there's a difference? There is. You think there is a difference? Trust me, I spent a lot of time simply just, you know, tasting the difference between blackstrap molasses, brown sugar, regular sugar, and cane sugar. Mm. Ooh, that's the lightest. That is very light to taste. It doesn't give you a burn at all. That's weird. A, B, and C all gave me that alcohol burn, which you would expect. It's 100 proof. Um, that was very light. I get the proof on the nose. I don't get it on the taste. Like, that's very, that was that was one I did question putting in the lineup, but I wanted to need a fifth, and that was... Yeah, fair, fair enough. I understand. There's some notes hidden in there. Little coriander, something there's something else in that I can't quite name it. Let me do another taste. And, uh, and I also, all these are ones that I have purchased here in South Carolina. Mm -hmm. Here in South Carolina, I purchased all of these here. Some of them, you know, might be harder to find just because of allocation and stuff like that. But these are ones that they come around more times than not. It's not your high dollar ones. Right. These things are all very affordable. I, I'm just going off the top of my head. I don't think any of these are more than $50 a bottle. There you go. Very, all very affordable. I don't, I don't put anything, try not to put anything out that is absolutely hard to find that will break your bank. These are very affordable, very drinkable. Yeah. Ones you can find. We will do a sit down conversation about your high dollar bourbons versus your cheaper bourbons and what's worth your money. Um, if you've listened to the podcast, we've talked about it. So I want to dedicate a whole show to that oh, yeah, yeah. because, um, you know, is it really worth your money for the beginner and for the, you know, want to be connoisseur? Is it, uh, is, is the high dollar bourbons really worth it? We had a conversation the other weekend with uh, just some people we met at the bar and uh, 
it was a couple, and he was talking about he's new into the game, but yeah. he got a couple of different high-dollar bourbon. I was like, you know, a lot of times it's not really worth it. Sometimes. Especially if your taste buds aren't, aren't up to, you know, you can't tell the difference. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes the smoothness mm-hmm. isn't what people want. And yet, if you do want to buy me a $300 bottle of bourbon or more, I will not complain. If you want to, you know, buy... Uh, Donate to the bar is open. The bar is open. Pod on Gmail. Uh, just send me any of your bourbons you want me to sample. If you want to send me some Rip Van Winkle or some Pappy, um, good. Yeah, go ahead. You know, high roller. Glad you um, get to know you. Okay, we're down to the last one. If you want Ryan to be an influencer, he can be Bobby. Yeah, <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> what's in the works about that that can totally go that way mm. ah delicious okay I did a look palate cleanser I was still good but and that's another thing I'll just talk briefly um know your palate if you ever do one of these blind tastings know what you know some people can have like two or three and their palate is still good and they can really be stirring the different flavors. Some can have one, some can have, you know, 10, 15. I usually don't go more than like five before cleaning my palate at this range. Yeah, if I'm doing a higher proof, I might have to or something really harsh, but and also I'm still just, good. just we could do a whole we could do a whole podcast on etiquettes and things of hosting a blind tasting and how yeah. to do it. But we keep the pores half ounce to an yeah. ounce max. Not going crazy. He's not having full glasses. Not right. having full two, three finger pours. It's enough to get the taste. Go back for a second, third taste, right, and go on. And a lot. Of Ryan has besides seeds. Apparently, he likes seeds. Yes, he's do. left. He's left some in the glass. So if he wants to go back for retech t- uh, tastings, absolutely, it's a way to go for um, with tastings. Mm-hmm. So. This? Definitely, definitely, we will could definitely do a whole podcast on this how to one, do a blind taste. This one concerns me, E, on the nose, and I'll tell it since because I'm going to say a, a phrase um, describing it, and uh, the mysterious one will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, I get candy corn, and I know you didn't okay. do candy corn, but that's because we've had a but that's what I get on the nose. Yeah, sugary candy corn. I, I like it. I have a sweet tooth. Probably why I've not lost as much weight as I want to, even though I've been lifting some very heavy things lately. Um, wow. The nose, this is the biggest difference to me between the nose and the taste. Even, uh, even bigger than D because E, very sweet on the nose, um, but the taste is peppery. Again, good burn. Let me do the old chew. That's good. That's good. That's corn, that's pop, that's banana bread in cornbread. We, well, 
somebody got like a pepper mill and put a couple like weird spices in the middle and then came out with it. Um, Lancelot is giving a look. We'll talk about that. I'm doing my own little tasting over here. Ryan was so nice. He was out at work. He stopped at a liquor store that had all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I'm going to name the liquor store. Yeah, not yet. We want it to be our own little honey hole. (laughs) It really is. And he picked me up some stuff. I've had this before, but it's just not. My taste buds have changed. That's scary because I got the same bottle that he got, so I hadn't opened mine yet. So. But it doesn't mean I open that thing in four months and it's going to be yeah. a different story. Yeah, this is so. true. Anyway, candy corn, pepper. I got my notes. We'll review it as we go through it. So uh, um, let's just do the reveal. I, I won't play games with you. Let's do the reveal. We can go right down the list in any order you want. What do you, what, you want to rank them? Yeah, uh, number one is C for me. All right. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go A. Give me a second. Okay. I got so I can I go set A is maybe your number two. Yeah. Okay. Uh, ooh. Um, B, three. B is three is B. All right. Yeah. Four is E and five is. D, and this is not a slight on any of these. I enjoyed all of them. I, I'm just my ranking today, and it's on this uh, unforgivably hot day. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Probably should not be doing a yeah bourbon, bourbon taste. Yeah, yeah. yeah really need to slick there. We're gonna be doing a lot of gin taste for the rest of the stuff. Yeah, so, gin and rum. So we want to go ahead and get into the refill. Please go into the old trusty book bag. All right, so you said number five was D, yes, correct? Correct. D for Dickel. Whoa! George Dickel. Dickel. Yeah. Boom, boom. George Dickel's bottled in bond. I like Dickel. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> okay, you little editor. I, I know I just yes, set myself yes, up, yes, but yes, I do. Yes. I do like George Dickel uh, bourbon. By bourbon. So okay. Number four. That's private. Yeah. Was E? I'm sorry. Uh, yeah. We're, we're gonna, I four is that? Yeah, we're going to reverse order. Yeah. So four is E. Four is E. Old, old granddad. granddad. Yeah. Good old Good granddad. Old, I think this is. Correct me if I'm wrong. Twenty dollars, maybe. Yeah. Cheap. Yeah. Cheap side. Oh yeah. It's, it's a good cheap. one. Yeah. I it's, keep all. I keep old granddad in my. In my car t- at all times. I was telling you and uh, another beautiful friend, uh, Mike, I was like, I might have to keep that more granddaddy you, you gotta all keep on stock. Granddad yeah. in stock. I can mix with that. Yeah. Number yeah. three, you said was B. Yes. And you said corn. Yes. What distiller did you say was corn? Mr. Craig, Elijah Craig. Heaven Hill. Ah! Thank! I think you're right. So we'll check it. You can. We'll. we'll I'll put a note on the back. We'll put a note on it. I'm having. Wow. I'm having a brain. Heaven Hill. I was looking right at. Now. They had some Heaven Hill. Heaven there. Hill. Yeah. Seven years. This is their oh. new rebranded after they got rubbed suits. Yep. Yeah, I like the new bottle. I gotta yeah. admit, I like the. I like the marketing. Number two, you said was A. Mm-hmm. 
Old Overholt. Old Overholt. One of my go-to when I'm having a party and I want something strong because I know I'm yep. seeing Old Overholt. And you yeah. said, this is a rye. You said, it yeah. tastes much like rye. Boom. Boom. Look at that. Professional drinker. See? I didn't just come up with that phrase and name myself that. I actually have a professional drinker. And number one. Number one. I love this. For some reason, I just feel this is Oh, so my fitting. God. I think I know what so you're doing. So fitting. No, it's don't. It's not the bird. It's oh, not the bird. Oh, okay. But it's close. Whew. It's close. Whew. The new release what? from Jack Daniels. What? Jack Daniels bottle no and way. No way. If you guys have not had the Jack oh Daniels bottle and bond. Unbelievable. This stuff, Jack oh. Daniels is doing some amazing stuff with their releases like yes. this. Oh my god. Their single barrel program, their bottle and bond program is top notch right now. I'm so happy. This I am this so happy. Is I we've had this conversation. By far yeah. one of my favorite bourbons wow, right now. That I'm getting a bottle of that this week. I'm getting a yes. bottle of that this week. There you wow, go. that made me so happy. Yeah, let's take a well, take a picture of that when I put this um, podcast out. That wow, what a ranking! Well, thank you, my friend. Hey, thank you. That always, was man. great. Wow, I did, I did not see Jack Daniels was my go-to, but that was my um, you know, pop my cherry bourbon yeah. whiskey. First one. Yeah, it was Jack, and I was a Jack fan for years. I kind of thought I grew out of it. And they brought me back in, and that really just made my whole day. There you go. Well, thank you, my friend, as always. Lance, um, I appreciate you. We'll have more tastings, more uh, reveals as the summer comes up. Got very big, very busy summer, as y'all know. So remember to keep in tune, and remember, as long as...